0: Welcome to the Allied Advantage, brought to you by Allied Nutrition. Our mission is to provide quality products consistently made and delivered with the superior customer service and integrity that you desire and deserve.
1: Tag along with your hosts, Ralston Rip and Jefferson Keller, as we gain knowledge, visit with industry experts from across the Midwest, and continue to share your stories. We are here to be your partner in production and success, the Allied Advantage.
0: Welcome back to the 12th episode of the Allied Advantage. It It has been a while, it seems like, but just a lot has happened since our last episode almost a little bit. But Jefferson, how are you today on this beautiful sunshine winter day we have?
1: I'm great. Uh, we're through the kind of polar blast and mm-hmm. we hit upper 50s yesterday with the sunshine. It looks like we're going to be back there again, so... I can't complain too much. It's uh we're going to take it while we, while we can get it. Cause it is awfully, awfully nice out there.
0: Yes, it is beautiful outside. I know we were at a classic on the road meeting down in Southeast Nebraska yesterday. And, um, producers were talking about how warm it felt because it was 40 degrees positive and it you know in the last week it's been negative 40 degrees so that 80 degree swing has just seemed like a beautiful spring day
1: may walk outside in my shorts and t-shirt and...
0: <laughs> i've seen a lot of shorts and t-shirts actually it seems like lately but um whatever keeps everybody in their spirits right whatever whatever you feel
1: hopefully it sticks around it, yeah it's- been kind of weird looking at some long-term forecast projections. Like mm-hmm. I've seen that they're thinking it's going to stay seasonally warmer than yeah. average. I've also seen one that says we're going to get back to some bitter yeah. cold here coming into February. Which, not sure which one to believe. Hopefully, it's the first one yeah. that we're going to stay nice and pleasant. But uh, I guess time will tell. Like I said, we're not gonna we're gonna use this while we've got it and enjoy it while it's here.
0: Yes, exactly. Hopefully, lots of calving happens while it's nice outside yet and we can enjoy it and get some get some good work and projects done but with that what all have you been up to jefferson what's kind of new in your neck of the woods and how have you been
1: it's been a busy month Uh, We're recording here the end of January. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. been a whirlwind. Uh, I know we've talked about it on here with our time out at the National Western Stock Show, but uh, getting back from that, trying to kind of get my feet back underneath me and caught up on some stuff, uh, getting out and getting some customers taken care of. and On the personal side, we just brought our first group of cows that are due home from stocks on Sunday and getting ready for for calving right around the corner and hopefully get rid of some of the snow. Um, Yeah but no, it's, it's been good. Things are crazy as ever. I know we've got a busy month coming up here, looking ahead into February with our annual meeting and mm-hmm. classic there the third week of February again. So, uh, it never slows down. It seems like, but, uh, that's probably a good thing. It keeps us on our toes and keeps us moving. Um, so yeah, just trying to stay ahead of stuff and stay caught up. How about you?
0: Yeah, no. Um, definitely in a season of life of busyness and it just kind of it seems like it changes changes what you're busy doing a little bit but it's there's always something going on so yeah we're definitely um you know getting getting back from Denver and kind of letting all that sit in and doing follow-ups with customers as well as preparing for for the events ahead and just getting back out to checking in on customers and dealers and locations and visiting with everyone and making sure everyone's kind of prepared for calving season some people are in the heat of it some people are just getting started and so getting ready to take care of customers and I know as well as kind of we were calculating the other night uh, when we'll be in the heat of it a little bit or trying to to figure that out and do some pre-planning as well so um yeah lots going on and excited to to get to see everyone kind of the next month of February, whether it's at our annual meeting or at the classic events or um, just even at producers places. Um, I'm excited to kind of be back and not as far on the road, I guess. And Then
1: right. <laughs> you throw in your wedding wedding planning on yeah. top of stuff, which <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: adds another level of stress, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, all this fog that we've had lately, The the farmer's almanac tells us 90 days later, we're going to have some. Some big moisture, and we're about ninety days out from our wedding, so we're we'll we'll be good with rain, but just maybe hoping that it's not snow in mid-April. It's good luck, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yep that's what that's what my mom and grandma have been telling me. (laughs) But no, we're good. Well, we're excited. We kind of have a different type of episode. We're going to cover a topic that we haven't yet and talking about livestock handling, livestock equipment, and what we all carry, or just even the outlook in the livestock industry of what kind of the equipment market is looking like. And so I guess Jefferson, let's just, you know, maybe some of our listeners don't even know that we carry equipment. What do we, how do we have any expertise to offer in this area?
1: Right, like you said, this is a little bit different twist mm-hmm. on, on an episode that we're not really hitting on nutrition. Yep. But uh, certainly something that anybody with livestock needs yep. is some form of equipment, whether it's gates, calving pens, bunks, fencers, fencing materials. Right. I mean, everybody Water uses it. right now. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, like you said, I think a lot of our listeners probably don't un- realize that we carry a lot of these product lines. Uh, so that's why we wanted to come on and kind of go over some of the things that we do have on hand or access to and especially some seasonal things. You talked about calving right now, uh, getting ready for, for the spring to get here and some projects that I'm sure people have on their minds or plans Mm -hmm. for. So, uh, yeah, we have a large selection of fencing materials, livestock handling equipment, um, livestock feeding equipment on hand from a lot of different outlets. Um, so just to kind of, kind of go through, some of our main product lines we offer um, would be, I guess, on the equipment handling side. Uh, we do, we are Sioux dealers, mm-hmm. so we carry their full line of gates, um, their bale feeders, mineral feeders, that kind of stuff. We obviously have access to their whole line of equipment. We've had their calving pens in before, and that's something that... We've been getting a lot of calls on here recently, and I think with some guys that were calving in that cold weather, they was like, oh crap, you know, yep. we're calving. I wish I would have planned ahead maybe, yep. and that's how it always seems on some of that stuff is guys wait until they had a need for it at a time, and they're like, well, we better get it now, you know, yep. so some of these things, and we'll talk a little bit about it too here later on, but. Planning ahead is Mm -hmm. huge because this marketplace has been kind of wild and it's getting better. But we saw at one point lead times on certain materials getting out to 36 weeks out from order, right? Some of our steel stuff was three to three and a half months before we'd see it. So it's not one of those things where if we don't have it, odds are we're not going to be able to get it for you tomorrow. So... That's one thing I try to tell people when they call or revisit about stuff is, you know, if you don't need it immediately, don't put it off if you're planning yeah. to get it right. Yeah. So uh, I think that's pretty key. And even something on the feed side that try to get customers in the thought process of, OK, give us a few days. right? Yeah. Don't call when you're out and need it yesterday. Yeah. Um, but no, like I said, we have the full line of Sue uh, products that are. At our disposal. Um, We're work well dealers as well. We've moved an awful lot of their steel bunks. Those are very popular, Um, both the legged bunks and the bottomless. Uh, We also handle their mineral feeders and at certain times have some of their bale feeders on hand, Um, as well as their handy hoppers, their little portable uh, bulk totes. Those have been pretty popular. Uh, I would say that You know, from what I've seen, they're one of the best on the market Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as durability. Some of the features they have are are really, really good. Uh, From there, um, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit, uh, we're Gallagher dealers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have kind of their full line of fencing materials, insulators, you know, clips for your fiberglass posts, those sort of things. Uh, as well as all their fencers from 110 to 12 volt to solar options Mm -hmm. um they've they've been really good for us and we've got a good relationship with those guys as well Uh, our dealer is really good to work or our rep is great to work with um and then from there um
0: we're also able, I'll add on to, I know up at St. Paul, we have a gentleman that's trained to kind of fix and help um, troubleshoot those fencers, if you will. And um, we're, we're excited to be able to offer that service, you know, not just sell you one product and when it dies to sell you another, but to try to help you solve the problem with that product too.
1: Yeah, we get a lot of questions and people bringing fencers in. Uh, I would say majority of them are
2: mm-hmm. fixable yeah.
1: uh, in-house and if they're not or at least typically able to tell you is if it's worth sending it yeah. off to try to get fixed or if it's just past the point of no return yeah. right yeah. um and like you said that's the goal is mm-hmm. you know if you go into a big box store that have some of these products they're going to be of no help yes. right they're going to sell you a new one yep and hope that you come back in two years or three years when it does it again and yeah. buy another <laughs> new one right yeah. um we'll hit on this later too, but all of these things are investments mm-hmm. right into your operation, into your program and what you're trying to do and affect your bottom line. And in the grand scheme of things, a fencer is a pretty low yeah. dollar figure purchase compared yeah. to a lot of this other stuff. But, um, within that Gallagher lineup, we also have Miracle tanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miracle is owned by Gallagher. Uh, those have been really popular, really successful for us. Um, they've got both constant flow or, um, a really high quality heater that you can put in them uh, yeah. as well so those are, are really popular they're at a good price point and pretty easy to service we mm-hmm. also handle parts for those yeah. uh, and here in this cold blast i think we probably sold more parts when guys were having issues yeah. stuff freezing and breaking than in the time that i've been here combined yeah. um from there we go into fencing equipment mm-hmm. red brand wire high tensile wire Creosote posts. Uh, we've got some cedar posts on hand that come in at a little better price point, uh, as well as fiberglass posts. And that's yep. something in our area uh, here when I started three years ago was not very common. Mm-hmm. We've certainly seen an uptick in those becoming more popular. Uh, they're easy to install, they're about half the price of a, a oh. creosote line post. Comparatively high tensile wire. 4,000-foot roll is the same or less cost than your quarter-mile barbed wire. Wow. So I think that's something as these guys start to think about fencing projects mm-hmm. to keep in your mind, and we've seen people switching towards that route, especially for some like cross-fence situations, maybe not mm-hmm. so much perimeter, um, but really a good option out there that we, we offer and we've got on hand. Um I think the big thing is that I try to stress to people is it's impossible for Mm -hmm. us to have everything that these companies offer. Uh, We have access to about anything somebody could want. But again, thinking ahead and planning and, you know, if it's something you're going to need this fall, give me a holler this spring when you get cows to grass and life slows down a little bit. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out get it in before you need it yep. get it set up. Some of this stuff, you might need to figure out how to work it a little bit, you know, like there's yeah. things that you can, can do to be ready to go when you want it. And especially on the fencing side, right? Spring is right around the yeah. corner. I've got some guys wanting to start fencing as the ground thaws here yeah. in this 60 degree weather. We are sitting really good on product right now.
0: Yep.
1: When the spring rush hits supply gets tight. Yep. Our suppliers have trouble keeping up with demand and getting loads out so it never fails every year everybody runs out of posts mm-hmm. and you're just at the mercy of when they get a load they're gonna go down their list yep. you know um so if you're planning on needing to do some fencing now is probably a good time to get in and get your mm-hmm. posts and wire bought up it can sit at your place just like it can sit on our lot um just as easily so that when you do get the time and the ground is ready you can just go and you're not scrambling yeah. around maybe having to drive a few hours to go find what you're after. Um, and that's really what I would say is kind of my big takeaway in all of this mm-hmm. is, is planning ahead. Just like, you know, when we talk about some of our seasonal stuff, we hit on the calving pen, right? Yep. Guys don't think about it until, oh man, I wish I would have had that last night at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. when I needed to pull this cow, right? Pull this calf. Um, we also carry calf warmers. Yeah. that's another thing that nobody thinks about until it's negative yes. 30 and then your phone is ringing off the hook you got a calf warmer do you have a replacement heater all these things so we we do stock those we carry them uh from Polytank uh incorporated they're the poly domes. they're one of the blue ones they're yep. they're kind of one of the first to market it's a good product uh, something that i would say that if you've never used one is a great help yep. uh, i think it's something that in our kind of climate where we're at or north and north and west mm-hmm. of us everybody that raises cattle should probably have one yep. right hopefully you never have to use it but the investment into that if it saves one calf yeah. especially with what calves are worth pays right off, now yeah. pays for itself yep. real real fast on the kind of merchandisey type stuff we also have darts for dart guns mm-hmm. right so um, something that again not everybody's going to need not everybody has a gun but um, those have been in varying levels of supply as well yeah. so we've gone through stretches where it was impossible to get them we're sitting good right now but the big thing that i think we want to stress to to listeners and people kind of in our trade territory is we've got access to about anything you can think of mm-hmm. that you could need yep. i priced a manure spreader for a guy here yeah. a while back uh, that's not something that you'll probably ever see sitting on our lot but we can get it we have options out there that we can can price to you and try to find the right solution we also do a lot On, at least I do, on Mm -hmm. kind of bid stuff for bigger projects. I just sent off a bid yesterday for some horse fence, some 72-inch no-climb fence with 10- and 12-foot creosote posts, right? That stuff is never something that we will have Mm -hmm. sitting in our location, but we can direct ship it to those guys if we happen to get the bid. And that's the big thing is just because you don't see it, and I know Mm -hmm. that's one of the challenges, right? Everybody wants to see it and touch it and feel it before they make a purchase, um, just goes back to the the point of we're limited on space. Mm-hmm. We're also limited because we can't have $5 million worth of inventory yeah, sitting on the ground it. for the one right person to drive by and see, oh, man, there it is. You know, yep. um, just reach out to us, reach mm-hmm. out to anybody on our team uh, about some things that you're looking for, and we'll do our darndest to find Find what you're after, and maybe give you some alternative options to look at as well. And the one major product line that we haven't hit on mm-hmm. yet, um, because we're going to get onto it a little bit deeper yeah. here, is Powder River. Uh, we're actually going to be joined by Brad Stowe, our rep for Powder River, here on the episode to talk a little bit about their company, uh, his background, and how he got to where he is, and some of their products, as well as just kind of his outlook on. Mm-hmm the livestock handling marketplace you know it's been a wild ride the last few years as as steel skyrocketed and a lot of things
0: just changed how you shopped for equipment even too is kind of one of his big points and um, I won't give away too much but it's just it's it's business has changed a little bit too and people become maybe more cautious and it was a lot of fun to get to talk to Brad and kind of see his outlook and how his team at powder river kind of has combat that and grown with that
1: yep absolutely um and like i said on their side of things we've we've got their their gates mm-hmm. um calf tables shoots calving pens so um he's been great to work with uh, we see him pretty frequently as he makes his rounds and like I said, it's nice, somebody that's been in the industry for this long and seen a lot of different things over the course of his lifetime to get his perspective on where this the market is trending yep. and what he's seen over the course of the last few years. Because, you know, from when I started, some of this stuff has darn near doubled. Yep. We've actually seen it back off a little bit, and, and hopefully that's the trend. It always seems like it goes up a lot faster than it ever comes down yeah. if it comes down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've at least leveled off, if not backed off a little bit, um, which it had to, I mean, it was getting Mm -hmm. to a point where it was just really difficult for people to look at something like that and spend that kind of money unless absolutely, you know, had to have it, It didn't matter what it costs. Like we have no other option, but, um, no, it's, it's just another thing, like I said, that we want to make our listeners make our customers mm-hmm. aware um it is a pretty large part of our business uh that you know that we offer at our locations um and again the goal is just to make sure that we're finding the right solutions for for our customers whether that be something that we got sitting there that they can grab and go home put on right away or okay we've got a special order it in because we do a lot of that too
0: yep no I think that's that's really good knowledge to to get to share with our listeners and customers and prospective customers or just producers out there eager to learn about what's new and upcoming and just educate themselves on resources that are out there and we're definitely here to be your partner and to be a listening ear and um, you know like Jefferson said if it's not on our lot we can definitely help you find a way to get it and price it out and search for how we can best fit your needs.
1: Absolutely, I think the nice thing too is. You know, with the people we've got on our team, or mm-hmm. we're all directly involved in production yeah. and agriculture of some sort that we've all used equipment. Yeah. Right. So it's not like you're going to go into the box store and ask the kid what you need. He's going to look at you like, I have no clue. <laughs> right. Yep. Like we yep. know some of this stuff we've used ourselves. I mean, I said, I'll talk about hey, it later. I've got Powder River <laughs> Gates yep. that have been hanging on our place for 50 plus years probably. Yes. And, yep. um, so that, I think that's another resource that our customers get with us versus walking into your tractor supply or bombgars or used to be Orshlins, you yep. know, um, is having some real, real world firsthand knowledge of how things work and the value in some of these higher quality products, mm-hmm. um, why there is the price difference that there is, and the benefits you get from that little bit of extra cost up front.
0: Yep, nope, exactly. And I think without further ado, let's go ahead and turn it over to our conversation with Brad from Powder River and just learn more about their business, what he's seeing on the Outlook and about what they have to offer and how we can work with them to, you know, best fit your operation.
1: All right, Brad, uh, we're happy to have you on here today with us to talk a little bit about uh, the livestock equipment world right uh, there's something that uh, everybody uses if you're raising livestock some form of equipment whether it's fencing gates shoots the whole gamut right so I guess to kick us off why don't you just go ahead and kind of introduce yourself give us a little bit of your background and and how you got to where you're at today
2: okay uh, I uh, started riding pens and out of college uh, Worked on different feed yards and ranches. Uh, A few years ago, I had an opportunity to step into the Walco Animal Health world and worked there for a while. Uh, Then I moved into another company here in Rapid City into the animal animal handling uh, world. And let's see, almost nine years ago, stepped into and went to work for Powder River. Now I rep Colorado, Montana, Wyoming, and Nebraska for Powder River.
1: Awesome. And I guess for our listeners that maybe aren't familiar, I know that, you know, as we head west from where Ralston and I are sitting, Powder River's got a large presence, right? Uh, It's a very common name that people are familiar with. Uh, For maybe some of our listeners that are east or, or south and east that aren't quite as familiar, it's not around every corner. Uh, tell us a little bit about the company.
2: Powder River started in 1938 in Baker City, Oregon. Uh, our first real claim to fame was the first all steel cattle chute, and that has blossomed into gates panels and et cetera. At uh, one time, we had nine plants across the United States, and I'd really have to sit down and count them up and think which were where they all were, but there was. Uh, as far east as Georgia, uh, far south as Texas, and then of course the Oregon and now. But now we've scaled back to uh, our facility in Provo, Utah. We're on 20 acres. We moved there in 1964 on 20 acres and progressed into some new buildings and et cetera. We still cover all 50 states and Canada. Um, By 50 states, I mean, I do have some equipment in uh, Alaska and equipment in hawaii so and as far as foreign countries japan and australia i'd have to really really dig into it with some of the people in the office because it's a little outside my territory but uh so yes we we are at one time powder river was really the industry standard we were the kind of the only people building gates and panels so uh but yes we still still have that integrity and a lot of that design in like the gate in our classic gate series that you folks at Aurora co-op handle uh, is still there. It's done with a high tensile steel, uh, a very unique design. And we're, we've put a, uh, and excuse the terminology, a yellow handle <clears throat> on our ride through. And that is kind of our signature item, I guess you could say, because everybody sees that yellow handle on. Oh, that's Powder River Gate, and uh, kind of built a notoriety notoriety off that yellow handle. Oh, that's I
1: know there at our place. Uh, there's some Powder River Gates that my grandpa would have put in probably in the '70s that aren't green anymore, but they are just <laughs> as straight and just as stout as they were the day they got hung. You know so, that we're still using on a daily basis. So I think that says a lot about about the products. You know, when it comes to ag and livestock equipment in general here, we've seen a lot of changes and a lot of kind of adversity in the market here the last 24 months, 24 to 36 months post-COVID, right? Um, what has that looked like for for your business and just, I guess, kind of your perspective on on the marketplace when it comes to livestock handling equipment?
2: uh i've seen of late it seems to me that uh, a lot of guys especially guys my age have gone home with covid and picked up the internet learned how to run the internet uh we've expanded our internet presence with a uh, very extended uh, and detailed website uh, we've also got our dealer finder on there and, which is a help but i see this at trade shows guys come in and and uh um yeah i saw you on the website you're on what's this what's that uh used to be it was catalog a hand them catalog and they uh uh look on page so and so no i'm on the website and so you refer i had to kind of learn to use the website a little more than than what my as my customers evolved and had changed but presence in our dealers, you have to have it there and have it set up, I've I found. These guys may stop by in the evening. They're busy, or they get a chance to stop by in the evening. They want to get their hands on and touch it and and get to know it before they talk to you and purchase it. So um, I'm seeing, like at this trade show that I'm currently at, um, buying public is very cautious. They're worried, and of course, an election here. But they're looking real hard at the equipment and the advantages and benefits of it.
1: Um, I think that's something that we see, you know, on our side of things too, on a daily basis, right? Um, that you know, there's the gamut of people that all right, we've been thinking about this for a long time. We're going to pull the trigger. We've got the cash. Let's make it happen. And then there's the other side that, you know, that'd sure be awfully nice. We've talked about it a little while, but is it the right time? Does it make sense? Should we, or should we not be doing this? And I think part of that, you know, coming out of kind of 2020, the markets went wild, right? Steel skyrocketed, and we've seen a lot of prices go through the roof on some of this stuff. I mean, at my time here, I've been with the company just over three years. We've had some products that have almost doubled at retail since I since I started and right. um, now we're kind of starting to see that back off a little bit. You know, we're seeing some of that steel come down. What are are you hearing or are you seeing anything like on the, you know, kind of raw material side of things for an outlook on what this what this market's going to do or it's, any insight right there?
2: Now, right now I'd like to tell you it's stable. Um, steel prices are not being as volatile as they were. They were jumping and, and doing some really radical moves. And we utilize some of that for some in-house needs that we've done. We utilized for, for some insurance and some things like that that were outside, uh, the steel industry or, you know, contributed to the steel industry. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think steel's going to settle down you say, well, man, it's high, but, uh, you take into the factors of time and uh, transportation, um, insurance, all those kind of added factors. That's what's really hurting us in the in the steel industry today. So,
1: and that's uh, another thing that we see too when you talk about figuring out freight. Freight's expensive right now, uh-huh. right? It doesn't matter what the product is; it it is expensive when you've got three fifty to four dollar plus diesel fuel, right? Finding drivers. Another challenge, because I know you guys have even gone to using quite a few hot shop guys that we've had, right. and they've been great, you know, uh, to work with on our end, um, and even just labor at manufacturing facilities. You know, I think especially ag companies, regardless of what sector of the industry in, is a challenge right now. Finding good help that is affordable, right, that you can actually make work in your operation or your company to not kill your bottom line i think it is a challenge across the board so i think that's very understandable and you hit on sure in insurance as well i mean we're seeing insurance prices go up and up and up year after year and all of these things are contributing to end user price right it's not right. just one thing this that or the other uh it's a whole slug of them that are that are causing some of this rise and
2: contributing and
1: so, yep for sure
2: everything they just seem to add on to us yeah uh, trucking has been a challenge this year um like you say those guys at three dollar or better gallon of diesel fuel um we've been fortunate um uh, we've been able to get by like for instance you guys we've been able to get by you going east more with some expansion out that direction so that's been fortunate but we've got some places like california that guys just don't want to go and and restrictions so it kind of makes it limited where we're what we're doing and how we're expanding
1: you know as we're kind of talking about the livestock handling equipment market and marketplace in general there's a lot of companies out there right there's a lot of different brands that have very similar product lines how big of a difference in quality do you see in the marketplace and? for customers that are looking to make a purchase what are things that they can be looking for you know to know what might be a good investment versus
2: a bad one um dealer schools we notoriously teach we talk gauges gauges of metal um we should be talking weight Um, a rancher farmer comes in he wants to buy a gate usually he'll ask what, what weight is this? How, well, how heavy is that gate? Because for bang for the buck, he wants to spend and get the best he can for the last dollar, of course. Um, for instance, like we use a high tensile steel, 66 percent more steel in that product in that lever latch gate line that you, you guys stock. Uh, and but that's the, the challenge for, for me as helping dealers, we need to help them to help people realize what they're getting for their dollar. Um, there's a lot of steel out there, you know, mild versus high tensile. Uh, and it's application-wise. We need to help our dealers get to you, your end users and make them help them realize what, I guess it's kind of a silly way to say it, but the, the right bullet for their gun. Uh, the guy that goes home, and there or the person that comes in's got two rope saddle horses he doesn't need the buffalo quality gate the heavy duty gate uh, so we need to help them realize and I think most of our customers nowadays are seeking information just as you guys have seen in the feed you know the, the proper feed for the proper animals and I think we need to do the same thing in steel um, and in gates and panels uh, a lot of our our dealers in the uh, large box stores. You want a red gate, red gate, green gate, blue gate. We don't care. We'll get you a gate, and that's what's nice to deal with you folks. Uh, like at Aurora Co-op, I've got salespeople that realize the difference between uh, high tensile steel, mild steel, a 16 gauge gate versus a eight or a 20 gauge gate. So, uh, these are things that make buying public aware and and help them get the right, right choice.
0: I loved your metaphor of getting the right bullet for their gun and kind of really helping serve your customers the best way you can. And I guess, does your team or Powder River have anything new and exciting coming down the pipeline that you're working on, whether it's, um, just working on how you're going to serve your customers better or, um keep innovating products to help fit their operations. What's kind of new for Powder River coming up?
2: Yeah, Ralston, we're one of our, our new, in our and we've featured in our monthly specials, um, is our working systems. It's been a, a old adage, you know, what's better? An open rail versus a sheeted system. And now Powder River, of course, has three three, excuse me, three basic, handling systems um but in our 2100 system which is our common system um we've gone to a lot of different variances and made it easier for a customer to come in sit down with with uh Jefferson or, or one of your salespeople, and go I like this one and it maybe it'll be a, a sheeted tub and a half sheeted alley or or vice versa or you know it's made it so or giving the customer exactly what he wants, but hopefully giving him the good quality product that he needs to, to handle livestock. Uh, there's nothing worse than, I always say, as somebody your age had to work cows at at home and wrestle and fight and wonder why kids didn't come back to the ranch. Just, <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to fight the old wood system and and uh, do the wrestling contest to get things worked. but. So, uh, first off at Petter River, we've always stressed for animal safety and mm-hmm. operator safety. Those are the two biggest concerns.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's certainly great. And um, it's really exciting to see your team members. You get so excited just really helping your producers and helping find the, the best solution for, for their operation, no matter what that is. And um that's definitely what we try to do on the feed side and we're proud to carry powder river products to help do that on the animal handling side as well
2: and it's great to work with someone that's in the same avenue as we are stressed for quality and for uh ranching and farming is hard enough yes and challenging enough for these people that the wrong product can make life a lot harder and a lot more difficult
1: i think on that note too as we talked earlier you know the kind of cautious buyers you know when they're spending the dollar figures that some of these people are for some of this equipment you know you want to make sure that it is the right thing it's not something that if it's if they get it home and use it once and hate it that they can just go buy another one try again you know next month right it's you're making a commitment to to your operation for a extended period of time given un some unforeseen you know natural disaster or whatever it might be but uh, it's really something that you know getting the right thing will last those people a lifetime.
2: And it's like you said earlier, referred to you've got your folk family's got gates that's hang hung there forever, you know, and maybe it didn't have a lot of it doesn't have a lot of paint, but it's still functioning and still doing the job. Um mm-hmm. analogy of, a friend of mine always had, you can have the best gate in the world, but if it the chain breaks and it's open, cattle are still out. Yeah, yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good one. Well, Brad, do you have any, um, you know, words of advice or any final thoughts that you'd like to leave with our listeners and customers or prospective customers that are out there looking for for the right equipment or for just the right partners to get to talk to about what what might be the ideal situation or products for them on their operation?
2: Uh, come in, talk to the Aurora Co-op group, for instance, you folks have uh, been dealers for us for quite some time um, and you've been trained. And And the nice part of it is a lot of your employees have been there, done that. As yeah. They've had their hands on, they own some cows or have worked cows in the past so they can see the value of the products that we're providing. And feel free to call me. Uh, I like to sit down with your customer base, uh, help them find what they want and get them into the proper products. Because again, if we get them in the wrong bullet, they're not gonna gonna work right. So uh, if we can make their lives easier and help them, we're we're a valuable asset to their operations. That's what I like to feel that I am. So it feels really good. Like like, uh, Jefferson said, we've got gates that hung there for quite some time. Well, that's what I wanna hear because I did it right. Yep, and and filled a, became an asset to your operation.
0: Yep, nope, um, that's what it's all about. And you know, at at here at Aurora Co-op and at Allied Nutrition in our division specifically, that's really what we strive for is great partners to have on our team. And we appreciate Brad having you and Powder River as a great partner on our team, and look forward to continuing to grow this relationship and grow our business with Powder River and Animal Handling Systems for for years to come. Thank you so much, Brad, for joining us today to visit more about your pathway to where you are currently and just um, your experiences in the livestock handling realm and working with customers and producers to truly just find the best fit for their operation. I know I certainly learned a lot and um, Jefferson and I are excited to continue to visit about all the, the opportunities that we really have here at Allied Nutrition to best serve our customers.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think this was a good episode. And like I said, a little bit of deviation from our mm-hmm. kind of regularly scheduled message. Yeah. Uh, but I think something that's awfully important and that probably at times doesn't get isn't really talked yeah. about a lot. Yeah. Right. It's, oh, man, I need this. I'm going to go yeah. get it, run to town and grab it. Right. So trying to get people to think ahead. And that's, again, my big message is don't wait.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, even if it's not something you're ready to buy right now, go in and start having those conversations because, there's a lot of options that can get overwhelming if you start to try to dig through them. Yep. Um, make sure that you're finding the right thing because it truly is an investment into uh, your outfit, your operation, and will affect your bottom line going forward.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And you were, we were sitting here and we talked about how it's kind of different than what we normally talked about. and. And then I kind of sit here and chuckle, you know, you got to have a water tank, got to have good water to, you know, make the best of nutrition, got to have a feed bunk and a hay feeder. And so um, just kind of all aspects of it. We really, really just want to be your partners in the long run of whatever it may need. And we can certainly have the connections and the way to to help you do whatever your your goals are for your operation. So with that, we will see you next time on the Allied Advantage.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Allied Advantage, brought to you by Allied Nutrition.
0: Tune in every second and fourth Thursday of the month and stay up to date with your partner in production and success.
1: The Allied Advantage.